0: This is Frank Skinner. This is
1: Absolute Radio. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. 2024. Have you written 2023 yet when you meant to write
0: 2024? Not yet. No, No. okay,
1: It's coming. I think now it's probably gone now. You've missed your window. Do you think? Yeah, if you haven't done it by January. What is it today? (laughs)
0: January the 6th. Yeah,
2: or no, that's very much his area.
0: 13th
1: night. Yeah, 13th Night. If you haven't done it by 13th Night, you're probably you're into 24 now. What do you think about when you see the... Christmas? Were you into 24, by the way? The what? series. Oh, no. Somebody bought I've me the box set. Way too tense for the likes of me, Frank. Somebody gave me that box set, and they bought it for me and said, honestly, you, this will blow <laughs> your mind, change your life.
2: Oh, don't hate it when they say that, the pressure. Yeah,
1: so I watched one episode, and I thought... <laughs> <"Sorry, no." laughs> I didn't think, oh, no, I thought... Ugh. You didn't think, maybe I'll join the CIA? No, I didn't think that. Yeah. Uh,
2: um, that was Kiefer, of course.
1: Yes. No. Yeah. Oh, was him? it? Oh, yeah, okay. OK. What happened to him?
2: I don't know. You don't see him so much
1: these days, no. Keith. But you don't see me that much. <laughs> I don't wanna, you know, I don't want to poke the finger at um, anyone.
2: Do you think his family call him R. Kiefer? I, I thought, hope so. Too.
1: I oh,
0: for so, so long his name is Keith O. Sutherland. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Americans run their names together so much Kiefer's yeah man. I thought, oh, he's Irish yeah Kiefer
1: anyway if you're listening Kiefer um here's the thing It was my start to the year yeah. Alan Carr came on the telly and um my son said, oh, I really like Alan Carr. I think he's funnier than you are. <gasps> <gasps>
0: are
1: you joking? Uh, and and I, I, thought, <laughs> I thought, you know what? I knew the barbed remarks from child to parent would come. I didn't think they'd come this soon. Or through or this or indeed, or indeed this barbed. <laughs> um, I, I was, I don't, I don't know, I didn't know what to do with myself. Wow. Oh, fine. So, uh, and it wasn't done in a, you know, a comedy-teasing way. It <laughs> was in just, a really thoughtful... It was thought. about time, it's about time we got this out in the open kind of a <laughs> way. It was
2: a casual cruelty. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. What so, did you
1: say? You didn't... What could you say? I, I, I couldn't... I couldn't argue back, could mm-hmm. I? It's not like <laughs> when I saw former England player Alan Mollery having an argument with Rodney Marsh two old players and they disagreed about some football thing and Alan Mullery said come on get your, get your, get your medals out on the table we'll see who knows the most about football <laughs> <laughs> I I'd love to see that in a political debate <laughs> programme no so I just had to take it on the chin but
0: inside oh. You didn't take the approach of if you catch your kids smoking, you make them smoke a whole pack and say, well, then we're going to watch everything Alan Carr's ever done. See how much you like him after that.
1: Oh, I'd be all right if that was apart from the we element.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, look, I like Alan Carr. Obviously, he's a funny man. But is he funnier than me? I don't think so. 8, <laughs> 12, No. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no I, can't take, I can't take the other side. I think if you had a national vote, he'd win, let's face it. Hmm. But, you know, it's fine. We can exist on the same planet. But knowing that my child is thinking, imagine if Alan can't That's a
2: huge concession you're making. We can exist on the same planet.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, oh, man.
2: Frank, you're always the funniest to us.
1: Yes, that, yeah, oh it's no, no that's, yes. made it, that's made it worse I've got a know, feeling this link's been about 12 and a half minutes The producer's doing a nail How It's got that kind of feeling How it. soon
0: into the new year did this happen? Have you
1: timed? What, you, what, what, what time, what's your timing on that first link? My timing? Yeah, oh, I, don't I, I presume you run a clock of your own onto the table, <laughs> Alex just, Ferguson just style. On the
0: back of my own mind,
1: I always think Pierre's got palace. his own control <laughs> levers. <laughs> <laughs> he, operation. he wouldn't just let this drift, Pierre. Man, he needs one hand on the button at all times. That's what I've heard. <laughs> Bernard, get out of here. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Sure. And I I don't know quite how I describe this, but I'm fairly confident, as ever, in my descriptive powers. You know when you have a laugh and you have a laugh which seems to come from another universe? They're very, very rare, which is probably just as well, because they seem to be quite an attack on your body's main <laughs> systems. And you laugh so much. Noises come out of you you've never heard before. You get a bit lightheaded because you're not breathing properly.
2: It's like when you're listening or, or watching Alan Carr. Is it that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. The sounds are coming out of me. <laughs> Anyway, if anyone's just tuned in, they'll think "Well, my son has announced that Alan Carr is funnier than me. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's official. Anyway, do you know those ones? And you're just sort of going, ah! ah! And I, I haven't had one of those for, I think, 20 years. <laughs> Untaken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but you know what I mean? Those yeah, uncontrolled it's, ones. It's, it's a, rare. It's a sort of childlike laughter, isn't it? But it, it's beyond it actually you start to think, I've actually feel ill now. I feel yeah. a bit lightheaded, yeah. so, but I can't stop. The laugh is tight. The closest I've been was this New Year's Eve. <laughs> Kath went to bed, um, she uh, is not interested in the whole New Year's Eve fireworks thing or any of that so she went to bed about nine (laughs) and me and Boz stopped I love her. And me and Boz laugh not not at that level. I'm still waiting for my next one of those. I don't know if I'd get through it now at my age. (laughs) One of those laughs. Um, But um, we watched um, Jules Holland's Hootin' Annie. Oh. oh. And I don't I know, Jules, God bless Jules Holland. He's obviously a talented man. Um, although, Boogie Woogie Piano? If somebody gave me a list of highly prized talents I wouldn't want, um, Boogie Woogie Piano would be up there, <laughs> right up there with Baking. Um, but we just laughed. We just laughed at the Jules Holland Orchestra. <laughs> what? I don't know. It just seemed like the funniest thing. And Jules sits on like a oil drum with paint
0: stains on it, and goes dididle, dididle, dididle. And we, I don't know, we just, we we I think that's why that level of laugh is so rare because it's impossible to plan what's going to well, do. We it. didn't
1: yes. reach we didn't reach that level, but it's a close. It's, it reminded me of those kind of controlled yes. laughs because it got I didn't know what we were laughing at. I think that's yeah. the that's yeah. the, the secret of it. Mm-hmm. I didn't and then Rod Stewart got up to <laughs> sing with them and boss completely lost it.
0: <laughs>
1: it just completely because Rod Stewart wasn't doing his hits, he was doing things like uh, nowhere to, no one to talk to like an old american <laughs> songbook type thing which is always hilarious yeah oh man i'm just saying i know there was a lot of comedy on but nothing
0: touched the hoot nanny <laughs> do you think when you're a comedian you get so used to thinking through jokes or understanding them when you're watching them as as a person who does them as well that I find that the stuff that gets round that mental block and creates that big laugh tends to be either something unexpected like that or very simple absurdity or someone falling down or an animal doing something weird.
1: Well, my partner, Kath... Uh, almost never laughs at any of my jokes at yeah. all I mean she's just a fact That's It's not quite, true it, no, no it, it really? is true it really is true it's very humbling which is a good thing <laughs> everyone in Shelby should have some sort of humbling assistant <laughs> um, but one thing she has always laughed at is people falling over and yeah. stuff like that and I was we yeah. were once in Venice sitting on the floor by St Mark's Square and I'd been bitten by a mosquito and had a big lump on my head Sort of um, Looney Tunes style, mm. and we were sitting talking, and another mosquito landed on that lump and bit and you know whatever they do, bit the lump, stung the lump. And Kath, I thought Kath was going to die. She laughed so. She lay, literally lay on the dirty floor. And she's a bit of a hygiene person. She literally lay on the dirty tile floor and laughed. <laughs> She laughed so much I think she had to lie on something that was (laughs) non-porous. So here's um, my Christmas presents, if you're interested. (laughs) Mm. Oh, lovely. Walking socks. Very nice. I know all socks could lay a claim to that title. (laughs) (laughs) But none so For some reason, walking, when it's applied to socks... Mm. You're thinking long distances and rough terrain.
2: Have they got a little white fleck in them? I always associate the activewear sock with a little white fleck. Well, they come mm. in many
1: varieties now. I think they used to be all look like that, but now I've had black walking socks. They ought to be called hiking socks, really, to yeah. properly distinguish them. Goths go on a walk. I love Yeah, that. I'm sure um, I've never seen a goth on a, on a trek.
2: No, they don't trek, really, do they? I've seen them... What outerwear do they have? I've seen them
1: sitting in the cemeteries of um, villages and small towns drinking cider. Yeah.
0: In fairness, some of the longer leather jackets, the black black trench coats made of leather, that's pretty all-terrain.
2: They're not practical for the hiking. No,
1: no.
0: Anyway, walking socks I had, and
1: then I had um, lemon curd, a jar of lemon curd. Was it in the socks? No, that was from a separate um, separate um, gifter. Uh-huh. Mm. It's never really caught on, has it, the curd? No. You know, like the jam, you can get more or less every fruit. Oh, How many I curds? see what you mean. How many curds do you come? I've seen lime curd, do you but that's a... because lime... He's yeah, always used a sort of lemons. It's like you know, Danny Minogue <laughs> <laughs> to lemon to the lemons. Kylie Minogue.
2: It always gets in on the act, doesn't it? Yeah, but it just—it's like quite you know, it.
1: it's the second phone call, isn't it? Lime. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, lemons work in, in uh, uh, you know I don't know. Um, uh, yeah. Pellegrino yeah. project. Yeah. So we're gonna have lime. Cur- I can't think of any other Kurtz I've seen.
2: No. Do you get strawberry curd?
1: If you do, <laughs> it doesn't happen in our house. <laughs> so lemon curd... Yeah, and then I had some licorice. All sorts? No. I'm mm. uh, sort it's of take-no-prisoners licorice. Oh. Licorice that's not accompanied by anything <laughs> to make it be less licorice. Oh, no. Oh, is it pure as dad licorice? It, licorice um, that comes in like a... like a spool do you know that stuff oh yes Mm -hmm. like a vertigo record label but without the white yeah yeah yeah, and it's just like it's a wheel of licorice how big is this wheel oh I'd say (laughs) diameter yes yes And I'm I'm gonna go uh, imperial okay if I may I'd say it's a a three and a half inches that's a lot Mm. of licorice oh man okay It's, it's like eating a biscuit you know but I suppose the jewel in the crown was I got a tin of driving sweets, oh, like wa- walking cute.
0: socks and driving sweets. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> <laughs> and they have about
1: as makes about as much sense. But um,
2: did they have the bed of icing sugar?
1: Well, when I, I, I op- when I opened them in the car, there was a spray of <laughs> icing sugar went all over my jeans. I thought if the police stopped me <laughs> <Yeah>. now, <laughs> yeah. in my line of work, who's going to believe that that's icing sugar? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they're in my car now in the circular oh. tin. I've finally done it and got the driving sweets. Lovely. And that was, that was the full extent of my Christmas presents. What flavour of driving sweets? Don't try and make me feel better. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, they, hang um, on, you got the... Le- le- let's just go through this. You've got lemon curd, yeah. lemon driving curd. sweets, licorice... Yeah,
0: um, yeah mm. and, and, uh, socks. and the socks, yeah. OK, yeah, OK. With- a Willy Wonka staycation set.
1: Yeah, it's one of those... Uh, you, uh, you, when you, get your, you know when you put your presents in a little pile? Yeah. <laughs> you wanted to put them all into the sock for carrying. Usually you want one big annual that you can use as a base and carry your other yeah. presents on like a tray. But I didn't get anything that big. Oh. Oh, okay. So that was it. It was on what I'm saying, it was a shabby year on the gift.
2: Frank?
1: Show. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I, I, there's no other way of selling that. I can't I can't talk that up. Oh my god, Frank. <laughs> that bundle. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio
2: Frank Georgina has got in touch with us. What?
1: George Foreman's daughter.
2: Oh yes, on, all of uh, yeah. his. All
1: the boys are called George and the girls are called Georgina, <laughs> Georgette, and etc. Oh, lovely! <clears throat> um, Georgina has got it. He touch. told me, George Foreman, mm. that he gets a dollar a grill. Oh! Wow!
2: How many do you think he sold? Oh,
0: millions. Millions. He must have done. The fat drains. Right out of the meat and down into the tray <laughs> under the grill i've got that tattooed on oh, my mind from how often right. that advert was on cable every, right, everyone, everyone, <laughs>
1: everyone sold he gets a dollar yeah. God. yeah and snoop dogg told me he gets a dollar a grill it, was a, more, it turned that's... out to be a typo <laughs> <laughs> so anyway
2: um i don't know why but that reminds me of that thing your manager sent you three lines remember when you're in the hotel <laughs> And you got a big bunch
1: of flowers. Yeah. From him. Uh, yeah what did well, it say? It had just come three lines had just come out. I, I was in um I think I was in San Francisco and I checked into my hotel and there was a big bunch of flowers which I th- thought at first the hotel had given me and then I realised it was there was a card with it. And when I looked at the card, it was from my manager and it said, straight in at number one, 56,000 units sold. <laughs> the, the least romantic.
2: <laughs> 56,000 units.
0: Units. Wow. Oh. Units of music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Half a kilogram of music, please. <laughs> Who has That's ever great.
2: written units? It's <laughs> like it in was a number one, flowers. you
1: know. It was, it, was, it was the most exciting thing. It <laughs> reduced. <laughs>
2: oh, So, anyway, Georgina has got in touch to say proper curd, an answer to your curd question, Frank, Mm. proper curd is formed using the acidity from citrus fruits, and that's why it's those flavours only.
1: What about the orange? Uh, Yeah, I've never never
0: seen orange curd. But it must be possible.
1: It's like jam. (laughs) Yes, it is. With fog.
0: (laughs) <laughs> a jam
1: of fog. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm. That's what it is. It's <laughs> like if, if you used a jar of jam as the setting for a Jack the Ripper movie, <laughs> it would look like <laughs> curd. Well, here's a question. I do Frank. not, can I say though? I mean, it was chosen because I am a big lemon curd enthusiast.
2: I'm interested in your consumption of curd. Mm. For this reason, I struggle with curd. Can mm. I tell you why? I can't put it straight onto bread. Do you have with butter or without?
1: Well, here's my thing. I find it a bit of a... You know when you've got to get the marjo and then put it back and get the bread? Oh, I find with cur- with jam, if you put jam on bread, it's like, what's going on? I've got no... There's no under sheet. You're asking me to sleep on the raw mattress. Yeah. Yeah. And With its terrible quilting buttons sticking in me. Oh. And it's label. I
2: don't why do they have the label
0: on it? Yeah. it, under-
1: Isn't it, it bo- horrible
0: buttons. Why do they have buttons on
1: it? Yeah. Anyway yeah. and there's a wee stone. if I bought an if you buy a, if you buy a new <laughs> mattress as a wee stone, Does they make them at the factory like that? <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> Um, that that's what jam's like, but curd because curd is a bit buttery mm. in its texture. Wow. I find you don't need anything underneath it. It, it comes with a fitted sheet. Oh. It's like it's in a sleeping bag. You, you can go naked. Straight on so the mat. you go naked curd. Straight, so that's time saved and margarine saved. What curd, saving it's, it's margarine? A, it's essentially a money spinner. <laughs> curd, <laughs> lemon curd for me. <laughs> Frank Skinner.
2: Absolute radio. Frank, we have had I would say it's a number of people, yeah. Would you mm. agree? Getting in touch mm. regarding your favourite snack.
1: <laughs> oh yes.
2: Martin Gardner, for example. He begins Takis New Year all
1: <laughs> 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 Okay.
2: Just I'm not I think that might we be We should work. say if
1: you're new to the show. Uh, which I don't think anyone's been since about 2021. 20, Do you anyway, not get new people anymore? I don't no. think so. Okay. And we're struggling to hold on to the old lot.
2: <laughs> don't say that. But
1: no, no, not. I'm joking. Um, um, they are yes i i am often halfway through the morning and in fact um, jenny is due to go out onto the streets <laughs> so anyway we haven't told her yet <laughs> um the, uh i eat takis which is a very very hot snack mm and um, like I say I'm loath to say because I'm not trying to sell Takis to anyone I don't get free Takis and the other people on the team generally don't like it you remember so I'm you know I'm not I'm, and poor the, Emily had one and then robbed her eye mm. and was blind for three days
2: <laughs> yeah and uh, just to prove that we're not receiving any money from Takis my the only strap line I can give them is I utterly despise them okay okay
1: Takis
2: and curd. Despise them. Oh, I despise them. Anyway, what what's Takis New Year all? Just wondering. Imagine if that caught on. I don't know. And everyone starts saying it to each other. Hey, Takis New Year. (laughs) (laughs) Just wondering whether Frank has been able to get his hands on the limited edition zombie Takis. The flavour, you ask, habanero. I never know how to say that.
0: No. Uh, you habanero. Went, you know, you I think say French. all those words. <laughs> like, habanero. Habanero.
2: How do you say it?
0: Habanero.
1: Frank? I say habanero. <laughs> I have to I have to imagine myself with crossed bandoleros. <laughs> yeah, yes. Habanero. Yeah.
2: And cucumber. Habanero yes. and cucumber. In the famous words of crash test dummies, do you know what the famous words are? I don't. I didn't either, but apparently it's mm mm mmm.
1: Oh, okay. Mm.
2: Okay, so
1: was that when the real crash test dummies were tied in a like a room at the back, and there were some bogus ones who had taken their place, and the real crash test uh, test crash dummies were had like plasters over their mouths, and we go. Mm, <laughs> mm. Anyway, Frank, I have tried um, new have limited you? edition. In fact, uh, when Bar- did you get those? Well, Barth had one in his advent calendar. Oh.
2: What sort of an advent calendar
1: was that? Well, my partner constructs an advent calendar and it has a tiny note in it every day that says things like, look under the dog's bed. And when he looks under the dog's bed, there's like, for one day there was some uh, stamps from, I can't remember what country it was, but they had Kiss on them, the band. But sometimes they're things like a bottle of Prime, Sure. Or um, a packet of takis. So one of them was the zombie limited edition. I tell you what, surprise! I'm not familiar with hammer Um I don't really know what it is. I presume it's a hot thing. It's, it's one a- of God's hot things. It certainly is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I love it when you describe me like that. You could really taste the um, the cucumber as well. Now, I don't know oh. how they've done that. I thought the cucumber would be lost in the hell Yes, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> Like, um, a bit like Gabrielle. Hell. And uh, but Frank, why would anyone want the cucumber
2: to dominate? I mean, let's be I honest. I didn't
1: say dominated, I said it got a looking.
0: Uh, you I said thought, you can
2: really taste it. Well, I but thought
0: I, it would be
1: lost in a hell.
0: <laughs> but it wasn't. Are these supposed to be, the? that's what a zombie tastes like, or are these... Crisp, no, that's what zombies like. These are what oh, zombies you I've always
2: wanted to know what a zombie tastes like. You oh. must
0: have
1: seen, you know those things that... Those things in zombie films that you see and you think, hold on a minute, turns out they're actually cucumbers. <laughs> don't panic. <laughs> don't, panic <laughs> don't panic, folks. I don't like the What a day! What a day! (laughs) Remember that? Ken Dodd. What a day for shoving a cucumber through the vicar's letterbox and shouting, the Martians have landed. (laughs) 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 One of the great jokes of all time. Um, Yes, I tried them and I liked them, but for me, I'm still very loyal to Fuego, the the original ones.
2: The packet, Frank, has a wizened old green
1: hand on the front. Oh, does it? God, I thought it was mirrored. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute
0: Radio.
2: Frank, we've had a lot of curd correspondence.
1: Yes. Oh, okay.
2: Because you've been talking about your, I'm going to go there, passion for lemon curd. Mm. It's specifically lemon, we should say, isn't it? Yes. None of the other
1: curds. Well, Frank... I said there aren't many. That's just the. Well little wow. do you know oh are there other curds mm. oh yes oh, my no, friend that's going to be
0: stuff like, I don't know what the citruses are well 630 gets in touch and says hi Frank Emily and Pierre just thought you should be informed of the full range of options regarding <laughs> curd okay I had passion fruit curd from an English heritage shop Ooh. it was delicious they also seem to do toffee apple curd oh, ginger curd no. and elderflower and rose old, from Laura hold
1: on I thought we were
0: told it had to be citrus it's a new world it's 2024 Frank the rules well, for just can't believe anyone now. I'd like to say
1: <laughs> only citrus I was told by Georgina. Georgina, I have questions. I'm afraid you're going to have to it's it's the countdown moment <laughs> when you pass me a bit of paper with your maths working out to check you haven't just copied my answer.
2: <laughs> oh, I hate it, that fank.
1: Oh. What
2: about when they go oh, I did that as well? Y- I yeah, never believe uh,
1: it. yeah, that's what I've got. And also, <laughs> th- what they don't, what I would love someone to do on there is the person who's come up with the answer. When they say, Yeah, I got the same, and they show them the bit of paper, they sort of go, Oh, yeah, this is embarrassing. I would say, take the paper and say, Hold well, let's go through this and get a pen. <laughs> get a pen and just go through it line by line. Here's the
2: thing that. I know a man who would do that. Yeah,
1: Pierre. <laughs> 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 now matter.
2: what about this Thomas from Aberystwyth dear Frank could your partner make you an advent calendar for Christmas 24 featuring lemon curd but
1: Where- it would be every day I don't know Admi- what was coming
2: ah bear I'll with do- Okay. admittedly it'll be the same treat each day Mm-hmm but no different to a chocolate one with the same daily treat. Mm. Just a thought from a fellow lemon curd
1: connoisseur. <laughs> that, well, that's a good point, that yeah. people don't moan about chocolate every day. I think Thomas has got a point. Can I tell you something, by the way? Someone sure. said I had a a cup of coffee at someone's house the other <laughs> what day. What a lovely mm. story. I know.
2: <laughs> Patsy... <laughs> <laughs> some people tell stories like
1: and that they, said yes, to, they do. do you know what I mean I had a coffee oh it. and they said to me oh, hold on a minute I thought you your auntie you always moaned about coffee and said you didn't like it I said well I didn't like it but then it turns out I said I've been having coffee every week on the radio show and now mm. I'm sort of a bit more open to it mm. and they said what have you been having I said uh, chai latte oh, and they fancy. said that's um, that's tea <laughs> I said no, it's like la- la- chai latte and they said no, that's tea yeah. so I haven't, <laughs> I haven't <been> having... <laughs> oh what a fool I felt you were tricked and if then I, I remembered I had, there was an Indian uh, Uber driver said to me did you see that shop? did you see that shop? they were advertising uh, chai tea and I said no I thought what does he mean does he want it to stop and get some he said chai chai means tea yeah I said okay (laughs) it's not QI it's Uber (laughs) (laughs) anyway sorry here's a question as well sorry I wanted to give you tell you about my haul um, okay, yeah. But but we can I ask you there. one question? If, sure. Say Rod Stewart is up now and pottering oh, about the house. Rod Stewart. Okay. Yeah, and he has a shower. Yeah. You know, we all sing. Do you sing in the shower, guys? Yeah. Sometimes. Always. Yeah. So I tend to sing um, Roy Orbison in the shower because I, I, I take advantage of the echo.
0: Yeah.
1: You can Does have Ron Rod, song. So, so Rod Stewart when he's in the is he singing? And now the end is near. Oh, do- or when he's in the show, is he? And now the end is near. And then when he goes on stage, he goes. Go, oh, okay, I'm ready.
0: Yeah, it has some tackies right before he goes that, on stage. Is and- that
1: his voice or is that his stage voice?
0: He's oh. got to be stuck in it by now.
1: No, I. Do you remember I did? A, uh, I did the raw variety, and they, he phoned up on the morning and said. Uh, he couldn't do it because he hadn't got a sore throat <laughs> <laughs> and what he actually said was he couldn't do it because he did have a sore throat and you yeah. see what I did I switched it around for comedy purposes <laughs> but I d- I'm not convinced that him or the guy from Stereophonics actually that's li- their natural singing voice yeah. Yeah. Oh, And if, if anyone's got any insights 8 12, 15. <laughs> if anyone's got any sidelights, lights 8 12 15. Uh, I think that's about it
0: Frank Skinner gonna- Salute
1: radio. We occasionally plug things on the show. Um, Emily Dean does a podcast called Walk in the Dog. If mm. you've heard of it, she—it's uh, quite big—and uh, uh, she goes on a walk with a celebrity and their dog. Guess who I and, went with... uh, This week, over to Emily. Guess who I went on a walk with? Hmm. Too long. Too long
2: yeah alan Cut- no <laughs> frank skinner mbe
1: um. and
2: his dog frank
1: yes poppy
2: the dog's not called frank by the way frank no. junior imagine if you'd have <laughs> called the dog frank junior
1: <laughs> yeah that would have said but it's a, it's a lady yeah that's the problem
2: it's one of my favorite ever interviews i'm not just saying that he was fabulous uh so
1: yeah and the dog actually speaks on it
0: I mean, well, she barks. barks yeah. We, we, when I say speaks, we finally hear the dog side of things. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and at one point,
2: someone comes over, just a quick spoiler alert, and compliments Ray. And Frank says, No one ever says that to my dog. <laughs> no.
1: I, uh, I Whenever I've been out with um, Emily and her dog, which is a shih tzu. Yeah. I, it's a bit like um, when you push a pram, you know, and people are going, oh, a lovely baby. Yeah. So they all gather around the shih tzu. But my um,
0: my mongrel... Yeah. Um, didn't, didn't get a look in. No. Yeah. Well, I look forward to hearing what she has to say about that on the podcast. Oh, okay. Because you don't get me to the groomer enough. Things like
1: that. Oh, dare you? (laughs) No, I think she's half poodle, so she would be. I don't think we are looking after my burials. Although the other half, the other half is Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Oh, what would that character be like? That would be. um, uh, (laughs) These scoundrels cannot run a country. We shall go on horseback to hell. You're describing
2: my ideal couple. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, Frank's probably. On it, so I would love you to listen. Oh, um, you are yes. okay, Frank. Uh, can oh. I? I'm quite keen to know what Pierre got because I'm a magic for Christmas.
1: Oh, I oh thought, so don't, don't bring up his high levels, he'll be on all day. <laughs> oh, come on,
2: it's gonna be. What are you predicting? Do you think they get he gets a South Africa, a sort of a jerky in the
1: stocking? Do you think Pierre knows by the way? What. I was just talking off air (laughs) that you meet some people (laughs) who are very good-looking, beautiful ladies and men. I was talking about, I met Reggie. Is he called Reggie? Oh, no, Archie Medina. Archie, of course. Archie from Saltburn. Saltburn. The star. And he struck me, as every good-looking person knows they're good-looking, we all know that, but if we just pretend a little bit, you occasionally meet ones that don't seem to know they're good-looking. Yes. And they're very nice, those, because you think, oh, you're nice to be with, and nice to look at. Do you think Pierre knows, Emily?
2: That, he, uh,
1: that he's good-looking? No.
2: Oh. I'm a big nerd. I don't think he does. <laughs>
1: no, I don't. And I, I
2: think that's part of the charm. Don't worry. He's got the Mediquay charm.
1: Um, Mediquay? He does.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: look at him. Smug <laughs> as a bog.
2: I want to know, we got onto the subject mm. of Pierre's gifts, because I'm thinking there would have been some jerky in the stocking.
1: Oh, Pierre's gifts will be here all day.
0: <laughs> oh, you mean it's Christmas gifts? Uh. Go on,
2: then. <laughs> do they theme it,
0: um, the parents? I would say my gifts were painfully on brand. OK. What do you mean? Um, they were mainly mainly Pierre bu- gifts. Mainly books. I didn't. I wasn't specifically given any biltong or, or dry voice on my okay. own. But needless to say, the family home was stocked with biltong. With meats.
1: Yeah. Oh, Very meat-heavy Christmas. All dry.
0: Yeah. Um, I got a book that I think you would enjoy a great deal, Frank. Winters in the World, A Journey Through the Anglo-Saxon Year. Well, that sounds good. Yeah, it's a whole year's diary of uh, all the Anglo-Saxon sort of festivals and and uh, uh, feasts and things, and also like harvest time and things like that.
1: Yeah. So I've mm. yeah. feeling I've read a book like that. Have
0: you? Anyway, we shouldn't talk about it in too much depth <laughs> on Breakfast Radio. Oh, no! no, no. Tell, me great, great, tell me more about it. Tell me more. Yes. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, a book about cobalt. <laughs> book about cobalt? Yes. <laughs> is the, that, the, is the, that the a book book super villain? The colour? It would be good. The Congolese mineral in this case
1: you got a book about a Congol- that I'm quite intolerant and I recognise this in myself I was talking to a friend of mine and he said I've just um, read a book about the forest about the uh, forest fires in Alberta Mm. Oh. I said, why have you read that?
2: <laughs> you can't say to someone you No, I know you, you can't, but I'd you or, I,
1: I'm afraid when I remembered
0: that, I'd already said <laughs> yeah. it. What do you want to bother reading that for? Uh, cobalt. Yes, so as a as a metal, it's it, Can laptops. I ask you a question? Yes.
2: In order to sell it, what line does it have cobalt? Does it have, like a dash, the Congolese mineral? I don't think it Because has. that's not selling it <laughs> this, this time
1: it's mineral. <laughs> <laughs> it's back,
2: and this time it's
1: mineral. <laughs> oh, it's it's yeah. very important. It's, uh... it I'm not pic- saying it isn't. Okay, I'm not dissing cobalt. I to make fall- that clear before the. You better not be. Before we get ripped apart on social media. Yeah.
2: Can you imagine? Oh, no, Frank and Pierre have fallen out. What did they fall <laughs> out over? Cobalt. The yeah. Congolese mineral. Oh, yeah.
0: You say cobalt, and as their brow furrows, you clarify, the Congolese mineral. And they go, <laughs> ah, ah, say no more. <laughs> I mean, it's not exclusively Congolese, but in the context no, of this book, No, obviously not. No, that would be Is it mad. a
2: picture book?
0: It has it's pictures. A pop, it's a pop-up. On the cover. <laughs> yes, it's a... <laughs> when you when you pull a tab when you pull a tab, the Chinese government comes and builds a mine. Oh wow. Yeah, it's brilliant. If you are gonna
1: build a mine you really want to pop down book Is I don't know ch- if they exist.
0: <laughs> Where are the contents chapters? get further away. Exactly. <laughs>
1: it borrows into the back cover of the book. How they how do they do this? <laughs>
2: are there chapters in the
1: cobalt book? Of course just, there's chapters. Wait, it
2: doesn't sound like the sort of book it
1: sounds... It's
0: got to be organised.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's Chapter organised. Chapter seven, where's that <laughs> shuffle? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's drawing me in. We don't often know. (laughs) This is the closest we've ever been to Richard and Judy's book club. (laughs) This week, what is it called, Cobalt?
2: The Congolese
1: Uh, Mineral. I have to look up the title because it's not called Cobalt, the Congolese (laughs) Mineral. It is now. (laughs) Rebrand. But that sounds like if it was on a variety bill. (laughs) Cobalt, and then underneath it, the bill matter. The Congolese Mineral dances for you.
2: Frank, I can I tell you about some gifts I got? Please. Because I I loved them, Frank. Uh-huh. My two favorite gifts I loved. Right. But well, I'll tell you about them. The first thing I loved, my, my first favorite gift was a welly.
1: But not just any welly. A welly as, as in a Wellington boot. One?
2: Hmm. No. A I'm using it in the fashion sense, a welly like a jean.
1: Oh okay. A pair sorry. of
2: wellies. I see. But a cut-off wellie an ankle
1: wellie. Oh. Oh, I've seen a few of those around on the ladies. They look, they look cool.
2: Let's be honest on the elderly ladies. No,
1: I've seen that I think they've now they've bled into the young and fashionable.
2: Well, what I've realized about them, they're a bit of a game changer. Oh yeah. Because what's the one thing that puts you off the Wellington boot? It's the removal. Yes. Leaning on the radiator lying on the floor sometimes mm. not not so with the ankle welly frank came off so cleanly mm. so and also it's got a slightly jaunty look which
1: i like i think they actually look cool which wellys generally don't
2: it's got something of the max wall as well i like it mm. oh who's the other one jimmy is it jimmy cricket
1: yes oh yeah welly. he wore a wellington yeah yeah it's got
2: that flavor So I, so i like the welly then I got the heated uh, Alaskan faux fur throw blanket.
1: Oh, what a, an electric blanket. <laughs> yes. Really? And I thought they'd gone.
2: Well, so did yeah. I. Frank, they're back. I got so I did feel a bit I mean even though I was thrilled. I, I did get a pair of wellingtons and a heated
1: blanket. Did you get a nice bottle of scent? <laughs> <laughs> Cobalt by Lanfrit. <laughs> I was so thrilled. Did you not get a bottle of scent? I'd I had absolutely assumed that you'd get not only a bottle of scent, but one with a squirter ball. Yes, yeah. I did. You know, the, the sort of bagpipe <laughs> fitting you get on. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah.
2: Um, so, the Alaskan faux, I think it's, its full name is Alaskan Husky faux fur heated throw.
1: It's a lot. Nice. It's, a, it's a yeah. mouthful,
2: but yeah. it is amazing. Mm. It's got a little remote on it; you a can turn the... throw. Yeah. Mm. When I went online though, and I thought this is so good, and I wanted to check how I used it, and I wanted to keep it safe, mm. and I thought this is one of the best gifts I've ever received. But there were about 150 reviews. I'm not joking. Every single one, bar about three, about 148 said. Uh, wonderful for my elderly mother. <laughs> Keeps her very warm. <laughs> I wear I get, on. I
1: get reviews like that. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner.
2: Absolute Radio. Frank, you know how we like it all to us. Do you need any help at all? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd prefer you use the correct emphasis. How do
1: you say Happy New Year?
2: Happy New Year. Of course I don't.
1: No, but there's I a thing...
2: I say Happy New Year.
1: Don't Americans emphasise the new? Happy Happy New Year. Yes, they do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that yeah. reminds
2: me of depressing rom-coms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's always a character saying that happy new year and someone's crying.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But
2: it'll be all right by the end,
1: Frank. Ring out the old, <laughs> ring in the new. Do you remember that? That George Harrison song. <laughs> oh, is that what he did? Yeah, and it's one of the few New Year's songs. So I think people think Abba? Oh. did a New Year's. Oh yeah,
0: they did. Abba but there are many because you don't get the run up. That's true. Perhaps there's there's a gap in the market for certain holidays that don't have a commemorative. I
1: know, but song. The t- because you got Christmas um, mm. just before it, you don't. Mm. There's no. You, there's there's a very tiny window for a New Year hit a New
0: Year song. Boxing Day song. <laughs> Maybe That's, again. That's but, one day. But if we nail it, if we all work hard and release a Boxing Day song together, that's they'll oh, have yeah. to play it. It's the only one. I think there's a song
1: called Cold Turkey by John Lennon. Well, there, but see,
0: there we go. It's been done before.
1: Could we do can't song. release
2: a single, Oscar. It's a very old band. It's I, a very
1: odd look, isn't I it? We haven't got a... Do
2: you well, know what I mean? It's,
1: it's Rod, Jane and Fred. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I've said already on social media. I think we look like we own a reasonably successful family removals for her. Do we? Yeah, for removing families. We just look it's like, like no. Is it about the A family-run removals firm. Oh, okay. I think
0: that's right. We look. It looks like um we, like uh, our family company, proudly sponsor the local football yeah. team he for, helps for, out for in under the warehouse. eighteen. Yeah. Well, I couldn't
1: imagine up. us doing an Edinburgh play. <laughs> where you play the woman I love but who's worried about my experiments. I play Dr Frankenstein. (laughs) And Pierre... Well, anyway, <laughs> what shall we talk about now? He, the
2: Lord it, gives with one hand.
0: Is it because I'm wearing my, <laughs> my Bolt's necklace
1: tonight? I actually thought about writing an Edinburgh play where I was Dr Frankenstein and you were the monster. But yeah, oh, that would be, be, <laughs> be A comedy, a comedy. Because you don't I'm get in. enough of them chatted in the, in the book. Yes, that's right, yeah. But do
2: you know, Frank, that's <laughs> always my favourite, <laughs> is, for example... Da- Is it Davros in Doctor Who? Yeah. As I've said to you, where's his interior life? Lo- I want mm. to see Mrs Davros. I want to see his home life. You never see the monster's home life. Oh, I'd never yeah.
1: say never. Oh, the show continues. Oh, I love mm. it. Mm. So, yeah,
2: so do you like the sound of my blanket, Frank? Oh,
1: yes. I, <laughs> I've i been trained by my partner to have the bedroom like ice. I'm going to buy you an Alaskan I I wear, I wear more clothes in bed than most young people do on a night out. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Do you? Um, I wear a lot of clothes. In fact, I stayed at a friend's house this week. I was frozen in the night. You don't go robe, do you? And we know why. No, I don't go why robe. Why is that, Frank? Because I don't know when you're supposed to... Why yeah. would the window is to put it on?
0: I'm with you on this. Yeah.
2: And he doesn't like the belt cutting into his waist.
0: It's no, a, but... It's a I, liminal piece of well, clothing. Yeah. what do you put in the pocket of oh, a robe? I've
1: got all sorts. Yeah. In there? Yeah. You T- uh, see horrid <laughs> tissues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: You're not That's wrong.
1: I'm, I'm a handkerchief, man. Huh? You know. Oh, okay. You would think in the modern age when there's all this stuff about... The Planet and stuff, the handkerchief would have made a comeback, the yeah. tissues would have gone. No, but no, a brief encounter, no. uh, a <laughs> yeah. I think that it's a Othello to put people off. <laughs> <laughs> That'll
2: be it, <laughs> they're just trouble <laughs> handkerchiefs. Frank
1: Skinner
2: on Absolute Radio, Frank, oh, yeah. I want to discuss some rather exciting news with you. Well, I think it's something you're going to be excited about. And so does Ruth Jordan,
0: oh, who's got in touch. Good old Ruth. Happy New Year. Over to my
2: uh, correspondent, my cobalt correspondent,
0: yeah. <laughs> Ruth says, morning and happy New Year to you all. How does Frank feel about 2024 bringing us Elvis Evolution?
1: <gasps> the oh, new yes. Elvis
0: hologram show. <laughs> will Frank be going and will it be as good as ABBA Voyage? I think you mean voyage. Sorry, a bav voyage. A bar voyage. Look, yeah.
2: I started saying voyage and I realised <laughs> this is all to do with Frank Skinner.
1: Because I never said things like voyage. Well people say I bet you've said bon voyage, haven't you?
2: Yeah, but
1: that's because it's Bon Voyage. That, right? that was the Bon Jovi tribute show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'm just going rhythmically. Abba Voyage sounds better than Abba Voyage. Abba Voyage is a sudden.
2: What's because you've gone Voyage and it's Voyage. Ah. Okay.
0: What if you extend voyage. that? Song? Voyage, <laughs> voyage, Aber
1: Voyage. Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> for have me, you it's been Voyage. To Abba? Let's
1: call the whole thing
2: AI. Have you been to Abba Voyage? You went with Kath because Kath, yes, I should say, so obsessed.
1: I have been. And My partner's been three times mm. um, and taken my child, I think, on all three occasions. And he's a heavy metal enthusiast. Okay. But it'd be good practice for when um, Kiss Voyage begins. Are they yes.
2: calling it Voyage? I don't as think well. so. Oh, okay.
1: I don't think they'll do that. <laughs> um, Yeah, that is it's good. It's good because it it looks like ABBA on stage from the seventies, which is impressive. You know, it is good. Yeah, no, I know know
2: the ABBA thing. I'm saying the Elvis one.
1: No, the Elvis one. I'm convinced will be awful. (laughs) Yeah, this is. uh, Oh no,
2: the ABBA I can deal with.
1: I love Elvis. I really love. I, I grew up. He was like so important to me, and I, you know, I really loved his music, his films. But he has been indirectly responsible for more intense NAF product <laughs> yes. than any other artist. It's not his fault. Yes. Now, I could be wrong, and I'd love it if it's great, but everything I've read about it, it sounds to me, it says that they've had access to home movies. And personal photos from mm. the collection What's that? Previously unseen, is that? Kind I, of I don't it? want I him
2: shooting. I don't want him saying Mike Stone must
1: die. No, but I <laughs> thought it's they selling. It sounds like it's going to be like the Abba thing, but Abba don't. What does it mean, personal? It's, it makes me think of that. Projector
0: that my son got <laughs> from Lidl. Yes.
1: I think it's going to be a bit like that. Oh, Super
2: 8
0: oh, Home I Movies. Mm. Well, you know, it's quite, a, it's quite a kernel idea, isn't it? We've got that, to make it into a hologram.
2: you see, <laughs> yeah. this it is... It was seven <laughs> shows a <laughs> day. <of nine. laughs> well, when I was <laughs> a young lad... I went yeah. to Frank, see... Frank loved that
1: film. Yeah. I thing know. He actually Tom, thought it was Tom very Hanks's, good. I love Tom Hanks' I, it was, about The Car. It's a kernel... To make a little... See, that was pretty good product, that film. It, it bent the... Um... Oh, it certainly bent a lot
2: of yeah. rules.
1: It bent some of the facts.
2: It wasn't done.
1: But as I, read, um, I read an interview with Werner Herzog. Yes. The German uh, filmmaker. you two too obsessed by him. I love Werner Herzog. No, and they right. asked him... Uh, about whether the the, the film had done, whether it was, uh, you know, fact, factual. Yes. And he said, if you want facts, read the Manhattan phone directory. (laughs) Yes. And then he told them how many entries there were (laughs) in it. And said, every one of them has been checked and is factually
0: accurate. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have you heard his, maybe the best ever use of Happy New Year? no he was at a big uh, um, he was doing an interview on stage with a bunch of other very respected documentarians and they were all agreeing how as a documentary maker you must stay back and not interfere And uh, he was in the audience and got the microphone and said, no, you must be like the wasp that stings and spoke really in favor of interfering and making things happen, even if you're the documentary maker. And everyone started booing him. Wow. The last thing he said in the mic before he handed it back was, happy new year, losers.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Can I just say? bit of a git, Frank. Yeah.
1: I like he him. Is. Well, in this interview, he came over as a bit of a git. Yeah.
2: He'd be a nice friend for you. Yeah, yeah.
1: he does seem very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
2: So we were discussing the Elvis yes. experience.
0: Yeah, and
1: I, I should say I haven't, I'd have no inside information. It might be absolutely brilliant, and I'd be happy if it was brilliant.
0: Has it occurred to you that if it is brilliant, and if Kiss is brilliant, then your whole family will have a hologram show each to uh-huh. be obsessed with?
1: That's true. Oh, I love that way of looking at it, Pierre. That is true. Boz could go and see Kiss forever, and I could see Elvis forever, and Kath can see Abba Voyage. Yeah.
2: You see, I think maybe I might see if Kath will take me to that Abba, Abba Voyage, because mm. it, what's concerned me about it, I'm open to it, what, what I've been concerned about is that it feels like it's slightly too close to the arena of, you know, my greatest sphere, Frank?
1: What, your greatest fear, is it Chives? No, that's up there. OK.
2: That's in the arena. OK. Mm. It's cartoon characters...
1: Oh, yes. ...interacting with real, people. With real yeah. people. Yeah.
2: And it feels a little bit close to that. OK. That, I'm that bit to when invest-
1: Bert pulls his white trousers down so he looks oh, more like a uh, penguin mm. to dance with the guys. Lies. Cartoon. mm
2: <laughs> and that's why I didn't like cartoons, lies. These yeah. are lies.
1: These are visual lies. Well, there was a thing called Elvis in Concert, which was, or oh, Elvis the Concert, and it was the, the TCB band and various singers. <laughs> I was, don't know why,
2: but the whole concept of TCB JD, makes
1: me <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> taking care of business. Uh, uh, and a belt. Why yeah. would you write those
2: initials
1: on? <laughs> anyway... Um why do, yeah, why don't why don't they bring her poo bags with that on? Oh, yeah. The Elvis anyway, um and they were all there, all the back you know, um JD <laughs> Summer and the stamps, sweet inspirations. But Elvis obviously wasn't there, and Elvis was on a big screen, so they played live and Elvis sang. But in the middle of the stage there was this gaping space where Elvis would have been. Oh. And it was uh uh, upsetting, yeah, Rosie, really upsetting. Is it Roger Rabbit upsetting? In fact, well, on the opening night thing, Cat um, Slater was there from EastEnders, and a woman who I think can now be called a friend of this show, Big Mo. Oh yeah, and about
2: uh, Jessie Wallace. That's yeah, it.
1: Jesse Wallace, um, and um, she <laughs> and uh, who must live in a teepee. <laughs> Anyway, she, um, about half an hour into the thing, you look across and Jessie Wallace, who looks like Alice Cooper and mascara (laughs) has run that much she's (laughs) cried so much at the Elvis thing. And Big Mo, (laughs)
0: fast asleep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's like a little pocket of the soap awards. (laughs) When I was at Elvis the concert, I met Glenn D. Harding, who was the piano player. Hang
2: on, is this the one where Cat uh, Slater was crying yes, and yes. Mo fell asleep?
1: <laughs> yes. Well, um, and then I met. <laughs> I Glenn love that D. episode of Friends. <laughs> I was excited to meet Glenn D. Harding because um, he'd been Elvis's piano player for ages, and uh, I was on about when Elvis does. Um, when oh, he gets up and does the piano oh. And I said, so that was a nice little rest for you And he said, yeah, I couldn't I didn't watch it Elvis, just about the worst piano player I ever saw <laughs> 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 Elvis, and as much as I love him His other great musical claim to fame is, I think, and I'd be happy to hear of any other um, suggestions For this on 81215 One of the great non-playing guitar players Yeah, Of having the guitar round your neck, but just moving it about a bit and not even being amplified.
0: A vestigial guitar. So, Frank,
2: what was was the deal with the guitar? Because I saw him sometimes in... uh, Was it Blue (coughs) Hawaii, films like that? He'd sort of make a nod towards playing. Did he play it?
1: Well, he played ukulele, but I don't think he did. Oh. He could play guitar. um, Fairly rudimentary, I would say. But when he has it on stage... I think it's more of a prop. Mm -hmm. I can't think of anyone else who uses a guitar like that, but I bet our readers can. You know, I mean, a guitar's quite a big thing to have around your neck, especially if it's in a big leather covering with your name engraved on (laughs) it. It's way down by Rhinestone. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Sometimes
2: Sometimes the stars, you know, they decide later, as we all know in their career, to start going down the own stuff route, Mm. don't they? Madonna is one. one. And at that, that point, they say, oh, I'm going to start
1: learning the guitar.
2: And I always think when I see them get it out of stage, I think, I don't want to witness your lessons. No, well, he started... Well, until you've done your 10,000... He started years.
1: with guitar, to be okay. fair. But he wasn't, you know, he wasn't Jimi Hendrix. Who he was... Um, what was he? He was the singing non. I don't know if you remember her. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: how do you feel about the Elvis themed bar and restaurant on site well
1: I'm feeling it says (laughs) there'll be live music which means there'll be an Elvis impersonator which is something else I've always really struggled with and the food I really really love Elvis and his music and Mm. then as you get further from that centre, that core, into the seven circles of hell, which include impersonators and terrible merch, <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, it's not Elvis's fault, as the, I say. The, I was in a terrible play about Elvis, so, I, you know, I'm not innocent. My my hands have blood on them. That it wasn't that
0: terrible, Frank. <laughs> it was pretty terrible. There must be... <laughs> the restaurant must serve that... What was his mad sandwich? Peanut butter and... It was oh, yeah. called Fool's Gold. Deep fried yeah. peanut butter
1: and. Uh, Fool's jam. Gold
2: loaf, he called
1: it. Fool's Sometime gold. Sometimes one of his things was vegetable soup sandwiches. Uh, you can't is, do that,
0: Elvis. No. That's what someone that. should have said at some point. Anyway, it opens in London. Go and see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you think they had a hard time choosing the era? Well,
1: I don't know if they've chosen an era. I think that's it. I don't think it's going to be like Voyage. I think it's just going to be a slideshow.
2: So they're not going to commit to say the TCB era. Mike Stone must die.
1: No, it's, honestly, I think it's going to be somebody um, with a you know a. You
0: don't a, you don't think the hologram gets call fatter call the show?
1: Like, like David Bedil does live when you <laughs> a press a button. A projector. No, what do they call it? Slideshow. Oh, (laughs) thanks for your help.
2: Audiovisual presentation. PowerPoint PowerPoint
1: presentation. PowerPoint, thank you. He said it. Okay, well done, you. Silver star. (laughs) Silver. Anyway, it opens in London. Go and see it, it might be great. Silver only. You'd think it would open in America, wouldn't you? Obviously from the southern states of America, but you try opening a show in the southern states of america with the word evolution in the title <laughs> and just stand back and watch them come frank skinner absolute radio
2: frank you were asking earlier if we could think of or if the readers could think of any performers who used a guitar essentially in a in a sort of as a prop pro- so, yeah yeah well, Joe in North Chapel. Mm. Would you say Joe in North Chapel or Joe in North Chapel? I don't
1: know where North Chapel is, I'm going to be honest, but I like the sound of it.
2: Okay. Mm. <laughs> um, Joe has got in touch to say, Morning, Frank, long time reader, first time correspondent. I believe Shaken Stevens was one who had a guitar as more of a prop in his videos mm. uh, and on his top of the pops performances. Mm. I'm sure you know better than me, though. As I do not have nearly as many years' experience on this planet as you, dear Frank.
1: Okay, mm. <laughs> barbed. <laughs> I am. Um, Happy New Year to you and the team. Here's the thing: I saw Shakin' Stevens in the old times, mm. um, before he'd starred in Elvis the Musical. Ah. And he was a proper, hardcore 50s rock and roller. He did like original songs as well as covers. Yeah. And it was quite a dirty kind of an act. I don't mean yes. in a rudeness kind of way, but he was down... You know, he, was, he loved the music and it yeah. was very real. And then he played Elvis and then he, he didn't stop playing Elvis. He just carried on playing Elvis for the rest of his career. Did but you when- see
2: him as Elvis?
1: I did. I, well, I mean, on top of the pops, he was Elvis forever. I
2: went to the stage show. He oh, signed you? my programme.
1: Nice. Mm. Mm. But Shakin' Stevens and the Sunset, was an authentic fifties um, rock band. Although they weren't from the fifties, but they rock- clearly rockabilly
0: loved it. style. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, they just love that stuff. But then he he totally um, became Elvis. He Took did over his brain. I'm looking forward to the. AI shaking uh, (laughs) Stephen's show but what do they do Green Door is there any other ones Um, yeah what's the other ones rocking
2: around the Christmas tree
1: there's um, this old house uh, (laughs) in the middle of the street this old house (laughs) Um, yeah they were covers as well Green Door Mm. I think was Frankie Vaughan a man who was uh, in the 50s was enormous and said that he turned down Marilyn Monroe Oh, And I met um, Frankie Vaughan. I was just starting to get um, famous. I've used the F word. Lovely. And he met me and he was a really charming British showbiz kind of guy. And as I, I left, I met him in Jackie Mason's dressing room. And as I left, he shook my hand and said, Continued success. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I loved I could have kissed him. What a charmer. Give me the moonlight. This is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. By the way, um, Pierre Novelli, and I will be at, um, well, we'll be at the Gielgud Theatre in the first two weeks of yep. February. Selling Clancyus. eminence. Yeah. I can't wait. Uh, yeah. But we're also um, doing a national tour. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be everywhere. So check us out.
2: Gielgud, is it 5th to 17th? 5th of Feb. I'm coming along. I'm looking tickets.
1: Nice. Mm.
2: Well, you say that. Will you let me come and see you afterwards? I think you dash off, don't
1: you? No, uh, if you're in the building. I always...
0: Don't buy tickets,
1: darling. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then we're going on on a road trip with maybe some Are more you? Anglo-Saxon cemeteries. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. forth. it's anyway, very rock and roll.
2: For a minute it sounded really rock and roll really and then you and mentioned roll. the Anglo-Saxon cemeteries. Yeah, yeah we might.
1: Dove. I've really got into the English Civil War. let me have we in touch on some of that. So. What yeah.
2: about, Frank? I think Pierre, you know what he's going to try and get you on to? Go on. The Congolese,
0: <laughs> the Congolese minerals. Here's a question: Hard to go on a tour there, but
1: I've just read the last five books I've read have all been about the English Civil War. Congratulations! Right, five consecutive. Mm. The last one I read, and they're all they've all been excellent. Was um, a book called Restless Republic, mm. and it's written now. Get De- it's a serious book, yeah, mm. and it's about the period when there was no. King in England when Cromwell was uh, run a protectorate. No. Yeah, so it was it was the republic, the one, Mm. the, the British republic, the English republic, but. It's a serious academic book and brilliant. I'd recommend if anyone's interested. But it's written by a woman oh called. Dear. What? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm finished. That was the Hans <laughs> Skinner show <I'm>, on Absolute <laughs> Radio. I haven't finished. Right, call me back next week. <laughs> <Well>, I <I'm> haven't <laughs> finished. That is at <laughs> the Imagine end of the sentence. If the producer edited it there on the podcast. It's, <laughs> it's written by a woman called mm. Anna Key. <gasps> <gasps> no.
2: No,
1: and where does she live, Frank? <laughs> in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, That's I didn't Anna know. I, I said to a friend, "I've just read five books about in consecutive, and they've all been good." Did David say she off? And he, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. And uh, <laughs> they said, uh, "Oh, what were they?" And I said, "Oh, well, there's Hutton's book on Cromwell, and so uh, and and then I said, and the Restless Republic,' and he said, "Oh, yeah, by Anna Key," and I hadn't. <laughs> I've yeah. missed a pawn, oh, but he can't be a pawn because he's a real serious you historian. Could, it's,
0: you could have had such a nice little who's-on-first exchange. Restless Republic, yeah. anarchy, <laughs> it was, yes.
1: But, I, yeah,
2: what do you make of it? <laughs> I think, well, well, it's normative determinism, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I, I suppose if, if you're a kid called anarchy... Someone's <laughs> going to start talking to you about the concept of anarchy quite early on, much earlier than yeah. any other child. Well,
1: I... develop an interest. I worked with a guy um, called Niven Smith, and I said to him, he was about 20, and I said, um, were well, you named after David Niven? And he said, who's that? What? And no. I thought, somebody <laughs> would have mentioned <laughs> Niven. Anyone. <Anyway, laughs> It's and in case anarchy. you're thinking, this was a long time ago, but it's not just because he's, you know, young and uh, young, excuse for everything. Listen, Sarah Champion. Sorry, were yeah. you saying something?
2: No, I want to keep the last line of the show as young, excuse for everything. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, Sarah Champion <laughs> is up next. She'll like that segue. <laughs> and, oh, guess what? This Wednesday, series nine of Frank Skinner's poetry podcast starts. The first episode Ooh. will be TSA. Oh. not as hard as you think. My fave. Um, it's actually um, one of his more accessible poems, um, the love song of J. Alfred Prufrock. Thank Let you. us go, then, you and I, <laughs> etc. Uh, download it from wherever you get your podcasts. Um, uh, y- I, thanks for doing that. <laughs> in anticipation, <laughs> um, thanks for listening this morning. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out.